0: Missed you guys. Aw, John Michelle.
1: Jean Michelle's usually like Jean Michelle's never even this sweet to me. Like (laughs) I'm actually surprised that he actually just fucking said that. Low key, I'm kind of upset, Jean-Michel. Like you really don't be showing me this type of love.
0: That's that's definitely not true.
1: I mean, it's it's not true exactly. I'm just I'm 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 a greedy bitch when it comes to attention. But we did we did miss all of you. We hope that you have been not minding your business Jean michelle have you been minding your business yeah mostly mostly i i
0: have to you know i'm still like stuck in in new york city
1: <laughs> speaking of being stuck in new york city um i've been minding my business so hard that Jean michelle and i are actually recording from the same city now not the same building because his lazy ass didn't want to drive all the way out here so that we could actually fucking record together but <laughs> We won't get we, we won't go in on him for that, you know, because my guy is out here trying to make success of himself. And who am I to stop a black man in his bag? Right. No comment, Michelle. You're just oh, oh, Are you trying to figure out a way to say something without sounding like a hotab?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty different You put me in a tough position. That's OK. Um, but yeah, I'm doing my thing, you know.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so Princess is back. In, she's in Brooklyn, you know, an actual borough. And jean Michelle is in Queens. What? <laughs>
0: um, why don't you? Why don't you come to Queens?
1: A wannabe borough. I, you know, I was talking a lot of shit earlier during in the year when I was like, oh my god, maybe I'll like move back to maybe I'll move back to New York City and live in Queens. I lied. I'm in yeah I'm sorry. I, Her loss. I won't disrespect myself like that.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: I'm just playing, but yes, your girl's <laughs> your girl's back in the cité. Your girl's vaccinated. It's you know it, it is looking like the summer is just going to be litty litty litty. My birthday is coming up soon <laughs> to celebrate. Um, Jean Michel, we actually need to talk about that because like my plans keep changing and I I don't I don't know what to do. I can't make up my mind, but I definitely will say that. All in all, as of right now, like, I'm in a very, I feel like I'm in a very, like, healed, healing, restorative space. Like, I'm really just out here. Look, my skin has been on point all over my body. Skin on point. You know why? It's because not only have I been minding my business, but I've actually just been, you know, therapy. Look, Like, look at God do, look at God do her thing. Look, look at God. Like, I'm not that religious, but I gotta say that. Look, all right, because. This isn't just the power of therapy and good friends and the occasional- Is this like a,
0: is this like a segue into like a sponsor, a skincare sponsor?
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, with the way I was going, it was probably about to turn into a better help. <laughs> a better help, <laughs> like sponsor talk <laughs> shit or like me talking about Glossier. But no, they don't sponsor us. But you know, if y'all are trying to slide us some coin, we have no problem talking, talking about y'all. Um, but yeah, you know, your, your girl's feeling good. I like being back in New York city was awesome. Um, John Michelle did not pick me up from the airport though. Cause he was thinking with his small head, then his big head.
0: You were, um, you, you landed, first of all, you landed in Newark, New Jersey. Shut,
1: shut the fuck up. You, you like my nigga, you asked me to send you my fucking ticket. All right. I got real hype. I was like, Oh, no pressure. And then this cigarette was like, <laughs> all right, she said no pressure. So I'm not coming. And I was like, he's really going to have me. Just pull up to the city and not even... But Jean-Michel redeemed himself. Extra, extra. And, like, helped me move into my new apartment. And he brought me all the shit that I put in his house because I really turned my nigga's house into my storage space.
0: It wasn't, a, wasn't that much.
1: For a whole year. Actually, there's another bag missing. I was going to talk to you about that privately, but whatever. We're, we're talking about it now. Um, so, Jamie is, like... He did his thing he might have not picked me up from the airport but he did everything else a good amazing friend is supposed to do so i thank you and you know obviously you know i love you so thank you for making me feel uh, more welcome. welcome in in, in my I'm just old glad home to have you. me too me too but anyway let's let's and, huh yeah i
0: gotta look for that sec i gotta look for that second back
1: it's all, right. it's all right it's really not that deep it, it doesn't I don't even remember what the fuck is in it but I know that, that like there's this stuff but anyway y'all don't need to know about Jean Michel's in my own personal business you're here for the like
0: commentary
1: okay you're here for the deep shit Jean Michel you want to talk about this Donald Glover is pretty much your like he's your he's your doppelganger ish
0: how is he my doppelganger do it's,
1: look- okay I, I'm saying that for really problematic reasons but you know exactly why we don't need to <laughs> we don't need to let the audience know your business like that
0: do we do we? Uh, I guess not.
1: Okay. Anyway, so talk about Donald Joker. Glover
0: makes Donald Glover makes a show that I really like. That's that's my relationship to him.
1: Mhm. Sure. <laughs> he's he's not telling you um, he's not telling you the full truth, but once again, <laughs> I'm not telling on myself.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, you all right?
1: Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. So Donald he's getting sued i'm sorry i beat you to it
0: uh it's all right yeah he's getting sued for uh copying what's his name kid west yeah some no-name soundcloud rapper kid west had a song that that was uh tangentially similar to this is america and now is suing donald glover
1: okay what in the white people vocabulary did you, did you did you just say ta- like tangibly like tangentially
0: Ten- tangentially
1: oh tangentially um yeah. okay in the words of dr umar what in the white people paperwork do you mean by tangentially that shit sounds i mean the lyrics you know the this is america bit and then the beat kind of you know there's, like,
0: there's there's like the kind of generic afrobeat inspired like trap beat there's you know like the mumble rap that every every rapper does and then there's like the word america those are the similarities. <laughs> like, I bet you can. If you go on SoundCloud right now, you will find five other songs that fit this description, but only one artist is suing Donald Glover. And this is this is almost three years after the after the initial accusation. So I wonder why was Kid West sitting on this this whole time?
1: <clears throat> but you you said something about this could potentially be like you had a whole conspiracy about it. If Michelle, <laughs> like say say what you chest. Right. Don't privately say shit to I'm, me. I'm asking the questions so
0: that people can think about it before I introduce the theory. You know? Okay, tell so, us your
1: conspiracy theory, my guy.
0: Yeah, so la- last year Donald Glover sued his former record label Glass Note Records because they weren't paying him his royalties on Redbone and a few other songs, and they reached a settlement. But uh, you know how labels are; those greedy bastards. They probably weren't very happy that they reached a settlement and that. Donald Glover just left their label is doing his own thing. So it wouldn't be out of character for them to want revenge. So they might look around for Donald Donald's enemies, find a case that they can build up, like a shabby case, but one that they can work with. And you know, musicians get sued for copying all the time these days. It's like a new, a new like cottage industry now in law.
1: Did you say cottage? So, like cottage yeah. core? Cottage what? Like well, wait, I'm sorry. You need to explain to what you meant when you said cottage. I did I miss like is it a part of the English language that I like? I, I miss is there a lesson I missed out on? Because you you're saying like cottage and in my mind, when you said cottage, I thought cottage core. I'm sorry, I'm totally taking this conversation. Wait, cottage. what's cottage core? If you oh, don't, is that like
0: the Taylor Swift thing?
1: Uh, uh sort of. <laughs> and that's not the point. Continue. I beg next.
0: Right. Um. Okay so cottage industry just like you know there's like a small side industry now side hustle of lawyers getting artists getting like no name artists to sue big big stars for oh, allegedly copying songs.
1: Oh. But I also feel like we have to discuss this particular thing though with like a certain level of nuance especially just because let's be let's be very clear in this situation <laughs> Ooh, I need to stop saying problematic things, but I'm just going to say it anyway. This is a black man versus another black man. It is black on black crime. However.
0: <laughs> that, that, that is, that is.
1: Um, <laughs> double homicide. Oh, I need to stop. Anyway, Um, you see, because Donald Glover has, has, you know, he has money, he has like. It, he is sort of like an easy target in this situation. But I don't know. Do you think this, like, no name artist? I feel so bad that we continue to say Kid, Kid West. Yeah, Kid West. Actually, yeah, <laughs> so you were the one calling him a no name artist. I'm just following your lead. You see, black men continue saying they want black women to follow their lead. Well, I'm following your lead, King. You called him a no name artist. I said exactly what you said. Moving
0: on. I just I- don't want people to confuse him for no name, who's an actual artist. <laughs> I don't think the thing will. <laughs>
1: Because no name actually is a name. <laughs> Woo. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but like, the fuck was I saying? Goddamn, that was actually so funny. I lost my train of thought. Um, this this Kid West guy, right? Like, it's very much big artist, small artist, and I almost feel like I don't want to say it's an equal playing field, but at least it's an equal playing field on a racial front because. We have, you know, on this podcast, we've talked about how you have groups like Lady Antebellum trying to like steal names from like black artists who are in a specific sector. For example, the whole Lady Antebellum Lady versus Lady A thing. So I do want to talk about this with like a little bit of nuance because there is there is nuance specifically in this situation. Um, But I guess it kind of leads me to more of the question of. What are your thoughts on like do you think this Kid West guy potentially may have a case? Also, we are not lawyers. I mean, we do not we we do not know how this whole music industry legal shit works, but we're just putting our two unsolicited non legal opinion up in here because we can.
0: I mean, yeah, he might, I I think like he might have a case in a court of law where it's really easy to see see musicians these days. Um but uh i don't i don't think like ethically he has a case here just because just because like there's, not, there's nothing that unique about his song and also the thing that made this is america such a hit wasn't the song it was the clip
1: true 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 but also i just want you all to know see this is you see i know you very well so, like, I have to say, I want y'all to understand, like, Jean-Michel is low-key come for this no-name nigga named Kid West. He really is. And y'all aren't picking it up because Jean-Michel has a very, like, like very sort of way of speaking that, like, he could really talk and just be really going off on someone. And you will never fucking know, but I do. Because he... <laughs> wow, Jean-Michel, you have went from calling this know
0: I, I don't, don't want to stand for this black man on black man violence, you know? I want to bring peace. Wow,
1: <laughs> he's questioning this nigga's ethics. Oh, hmm, mm, Wow. Okay. Well, I don't really have an opinion on this one. Um, surprisingly. I'll tell. I'll
0: tell. Like the, I'll tell. It's, it's just, like the whole practice of suing musicians for copying your sound or whatever. Um, it really is just gonna stymie the growth in the music industry.
1: Once again, I repeat. Let's be really careful what we're saying now, because in a lot of these situations, it is usually small black artists who have their shit stolen True. from them, right? Like, for example, I learned that one of, like, my favorite songs by the the Rolling Stones, like, the only reason why it's so fucking famous, it's not even because of Mick Jagger, it's because the background singer, who's a black woman, who legit did not get paid not nearly a fucking cent, allegedly, because I'm not trying to get sued, is the, one of the only reasons why that song became popular. And, for example, Mick Jagger stole a bunch of um, who was it? I was about to say Bobby Brown, not Bobby Brown. Jesus, there are too many fucking black artists with the last name Brown. No offense, y'all. Wait, who was it? Ray, not Ray Charles. Woo! Why am I forgetting? Um, um, fuck, fuck. I really can't is remember.
0: It, is it? It's the the guy from Back to the Future, right?
1: No, no. Mick Jagger stole his dance moves from a black musician, a famous one, but I can't. Wait, the guy who wrote, no, get on up. Get on up.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Uh,
1: get on how up. We,
0: how did, we're going like, to lose our black cards for, for, for forgetting this guy's name. It's
1: all right. James Brown. You see? I did say it yeah, was Brown, okay? Brown. I went from Bobby Brown to Ray Charles wow. to James Brown. But yeah, like, the Rolling Stones, like, they, one of their most famous songs um, is, like, the only reason why it's so popular is because a black woman added vocals and allegedly, like, they barely paid her a damn thing and she doesn't receive any fucking royalties. And on top of that, Mick Jagger stole all his fucking dance moves from Mr. Get On Up himself. What the fuck was his name again? I'm sorry. I really... Yeah. What the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Get On Up. Mm, James Brown. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hell. I am going to hell. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... When we do have these conversations about music and like theft of ideas, the truth of the matter is I almost kind of feel like there still has to be a precedent set, although it's to black men. Like like if you are like taking someone's idea, it you should pay for it. I don't give a fuck about the ethics. And I but actually that's not true. I do give a fuck about the ethics. The ethics are you should pay for it. Like maybe the people at the label did steal music and donald glover was not aware of it and even though he wasn't aware of it it doesn't matter right like donald glover made a fuck ton of money on it regardless of if he sued
0: wait wait who like they stole you're saying the label stole the song
1: right i'm saying it doesn't matter if like the label someone at the label the producer the fucking sound engineer if they stole this song or they stole the idea or whatever allegedly and Donald Glover didn't fucking know, right? At the end of the day, Donald Glover made a fucking killing and he helping a nigga out, right in a good check. It's not that deep. Oh my god.
0: Like <laughs> Well, well, Glover's already come out with a statement saying, well, this was like a few years ago back when the allegations first came out. Mm-hmm. Back then, Donald Glover was saying that like he was in the studio with with his producer Ludwig Goranson, with the sound engineer when they came up with the sound and everything. And his his story, his claim is that they actually recorded like the first um The first versions of it before Kid West's song giving him one on the internet. Um, So if I don't know if that's still his story. I don't know, like, what what he's going to do this time. Well,
1: you know what? I will be minding my business and not staying tuned because for me, the whole point that I'm just trying to make is that, like, pay niggas who have ideas that you low-key jack their shit. It's really not that deep. I mean, like, how much are they going to give the guy? Like, really? Like, what? A couple hundred thousand dollars? Donald Glover is worth way more than that. If anything, he can have it at a tax write-off, I guess. I don't fucking know how taxes work, but, like, I just, I find in these situations, what bothers me is is very much, like, you have rich-ass motherfuckers complaining about how they can't stay rich because, like, like this isn't a guy looking for a handout. At least I don't think so. And I'm, I'm not even really looking at this so specifically. I'm literally just looking at this from a holistic point of view and... Holistically, these situations usually lo- happen with famous white artists who steal from smaller black artists, and I think that some, like some sort of precedent has to be set. And you know, Donald, right. I don't know what the fuck you gonna do, but hopefully you got. Hopefully, I wanted to say hopefully you have good lawyers, but then if he has really good lawyers, Kid West, you ain't getting not nary a fucking Negro cent.
0: Right, I would want. I would want. Um, like even if he didn't steal the song, I would want Donald Glover to just put it aside, I guess, by by cutting Kid West a check. But there's no way to know for sure if that check won't end up in some white lawyer's hands or glass notes. I mean,
1: it will. It will. It will, though. (laughs) It really fucking will. But anyway, like I said, it... C'est le be Like, whatever. My life continues, you know? I, uh... I really... I... is it sad to say I don't – I care but, you know, I you care less even now that I already care less. Than,
0: um. I'm just waiting for the Atlanta episode about this.
1: You really think he's going to – you see, exactly. So he's going to turn this into an Atlanta <laughs> episode because he has a platform and make all of the money recoup all the losses, that, like even if he does write this kid a check. So it it's fine. He'll be fine. Like just give him the money, I beg. It's not like he's coming after your whole fucking fortune um <laughs> but whatever speaking of a whole nother situation america we need to have a lovely little chat um y'all really can't be out here talk about elon musk is the shit and spacex and blah 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 but then turn around and start like what is this whole fucking okay we're, first of all why the fuck are we calling it a chinese rocket that in and of itself is great, great i i don't do you do you know what i'm talking about do you know anything about this
0: yeah yeah they yeah, the rocket that crash landed in the atlantic yesterday
1: i don't think was it the atlantic
0: i heard it i heard it fell in the ocean
1: it did fall in the ocean but they were I worried th-
0: it was gonna land in new york
1: i thought it was no ended. i heard that it ended up falling in like somewhere near malaysia i don't Wait, know what <laughs> that's not really my point my point has nothing to do with that my point has everything to do with the fact that i i would think that with the rise of like Asian hate, cri- Asian American hate crimes. The fact that it's AAPI month. The fact that like you know, we literally just got done having a fucking president. Oh, I can't believe that nigga was the president. We literally just got done having a president that was really saying things like the Chinese virus that we would really. I don't know. Maybe just leave the word China, Chinese. Just just like leave it out of our fucking mouths. Eat like just no no. And it's like it's so fucking problematic because this is only actually going to lead to more hate crimes against Asian Americans like dude if you go down the fucking Twitter rabbit hole it is bad bad Really? I haven't
0: I haven't seen the backlash to this.
1: No, as in like like the, the Yeah, yeah. the 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 Voltori, the Collins, the they are tweaking out on The Twitter.
0: Red, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the redneck backlash.
1: I have. It's it's like it is not Also, Twitter is a dark place. Honestly, the deeper you go... Y'all need to go to fucking therapy if you spend too much time on Twitter. Um, I do. So I can excuse the fact that I spent all this time on Twitter recently. Um, But it was... It was like... You know... Clearly, the United States has an agenda. They're clearly upset that they can't force their fucking... Like, hegemony on... On the Chinese government. And I just... I, I'm i just what okay, for me the real the real issue outside of that, the imperialistic ideals and stuff like that is Elon Musk, like his fucking SpaceX rockets be dropping on people's houses all the fucking time and not nary a damn person is saying some, you know, the egotistical heterosexual cishet white man, you know, rocket, look out. Like <laughs> we're not we're not doing that. And then on top of that, America, you really can't be out here talking about Chinese rocket mind you aren't y'all dropping bombs like everywhere that there isn't right. a huge chunk of white people I repeat America, aren't y'all dropping bombs? They're,
0: they're, they're not bombs. They're just debris.
1: Oh, yeah
0: Uncontrolled debris that happens to mm-hmm. explode.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, yeah,
0: that's, that's all it is.
1: Exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm really just like I beg of you like Please, please, if you if you are a person who is paying attention to this, understand that, like, this is really just a way to increase, like, Sinophobia. And don't fall prey to it. Do not call it the fucking Chinese rocket. That's weird. That is racist. What the fuck? Like, the fact that there are people who think it's fucking normal. It's like, would you say a nigger rocket? No, you wouldn't. And I mean, slightly two different levels, but... Still same thing would you like, you, you know, we don't say a me- Ugh, I just I I kind of just feel like we keep being pushed closer and closer into war with China. And you know who's gonna end up having to fight those wars? Other poor brown and black kids if that is what ends up happening. Straight facts. And so and there are just so many faceted things that you can't really discuss in under like an hour. but my thing is please be very wary of these articles that you're reading when it comes to like things regarding like china it's just it's it Ugh, i want to say that it's weird but that's a fucking understatement it's clearly obviously racist and like america loves to push their agenda so you know fun fun fact about that um moving on jama have you watched the nevers yet
0: no i'm not gonna watch the nevers (laughs) why
1: I mean, obviously, you've probably already read this. I've watched two episodes of The Nevers. And I kind of had to stop. I'm just going to wait for the full season to come out and just watch the last episode. Because my guy, we done. We done is back at it again. Yo, I love how, like, you and I were talking about whether or not he had any more projects. And then guess what? We literally cursed this man's fucking career to, like, to, to fucking cinders. We said he's going to hell He's not going to do anything, and look, look at that, look at white America, white man doing his thing, look, he's back again making a show called The Nevers. He's not
0: making the show anymore, though.
1: I mean, they took him off after like, what, four, four or five episodes, but the first, the first two episodes, like, I mean, you might as well just be watching a fucking Victorian version of the Vampire Slayer and everybody has powers. Also, what the fuck is it with Whedon and like low-key his hatred for for black women? I mean like, not even low-key, I think black people in general, but in this one, I don't like the fact that the black woman is a villain. And of course, of course, she's dark-skinned. Like, what the fuck? Like, it it really upsets me. Anything that relates to trauma, vindictive, like casting for women, it's always a dark-skinned black woman. But when it's love, it's happy, it's real cute, biracial city.
0: That's what the Nevers does?
1: Yeah. The Nevers, I mean, I have not seen, like, a light-skinned woman in the Nevers, but there's one woman, and she's kind of fucked up and vindictive. And, of course, what type of power does she have? I mean, okay, high-key, though, I love her power. Her power is boss as fuck. She might as well just be the black
0: Azula. Oh, oh really oh yeah firebender
1: Mm-hmm. she is the black azula she does not play and on one hand i'm like yes but i'm taking it out of context to be able to enjoy it and of course and i'm just like okay i need to stop watching this this is weird it's it this is a weird show um and then obviously Joss. sounds, sounds accurate yeah it's it's <laughs> i mean there were no black characters
0: in buffy there was there's was kendra the jamaican vampire slayer who died after like three or four episodes so
1: technically he was not part of the cast i'm sorry let <laughs> that that's not what we're talking about i'm talking about niggas that make it past like three episodes come on
0: oh there was at the the final season there was the principal who like that black principal who like
1: main main cast main cast you yeah he was that. the
0: main cast in the final season
1: oh i don't remember that i remember him and, just... him and
0: buffy almost had a thing you
1: know oh oh okay then no maybe that's probably why i probably do it out of my head um because you know how i feel about that all I really remember about Buffy the Vampire Slayer was like, oh, god, Spike and Buffy. God, what what I would do to have a threesome with Spike and Buffy. What the things? I mean, the people I would sacrifice. Not my family. Uh, I don't know. If, if they catch me on a bad day, I definitely would probably sacrifice one of my family members to be able to have a threesome with Spike and Buffy. But that's really all I remember from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um we didn't at least got that right, I think. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about giving him credit. Actually, I take that back. Fuck you. I don't think I
0: don't think he wrote that storyline.
1: Oh, he did it. Okay, cool. So then he's also not original on that one. So whoever wrote the, the, the Buffy Spike storyline, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Do it again. Bring it back. Um, but yeah, no, The Nevers is weird. Um, I don't like it. Uh, let us know what you think about The Nevers. However, funny thing. The reason why I want to talk about The Nevers was because y'all, Whedon is also back in the news for doing some fucked up shit to, well, not my favorite or our favorite, but some of y'all favorites, Gal Gadot, <laughs> he was like, I will, allegedly he was like, I will end your career. I was like, right. I was like, oh no.
0: But this was this was in the Ray Fisher story before, just now it's been confirmed by, by Gadot.
1: I just, I mean, you know, I I hope this enables more people to believe Ray Fisher, but I almost feel like the shift they're gonna shift from his story to like focusing on her. No one's gonna give a fuck about Fisher Fisher anymore. They're just gonna randomly reference him now, right? Um, so I'm really I'm really interested to see how that ends up. I mean, it doesn't really it's not really gonna result in anything because it's not like anyone's hiring Weed did. But I just thought I just really want to see how like people. People react to that moving forward. I don't know. Do you have
0: any, yeah. like? I mean, I, whedon's gonna make a comeback. He's a white dude. Um, <laughs> and then like people will protest whatever he's doing, and but they'll try to bury it. him again. Huh?
1: They'll protest whatever he's doing, but they'll probably still watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just Hollywood. Uh, unless like we catch him, unless we catch him like doing something criminal, we're not gonna get rid of him.
1: Mm. Oh my god! Actually, speaking of criminal, this was totally not on the lineup. But did you hear about the democracy prep situation?
0: No, it's Seth.
1: Okay, fun fact. A man by the name of Seth Andrew, who is an American entrepreneur, who founded charter schools. See, this is why I don't like charter schools. Um, a national, he founded the Democrat, democracy prep public schools. It's a national network of charter schools based in Harlem. He worked under, this man worked under Obama. Like he worked in the, like, Ministry of Education. I'm sorry, I'm still in Canadian government mode. They have ministries, or in in Canada, whatever. You get what I'm trying to say. Um, he Mm. worked under Obama for like in the education department, whatever. And um, turns out this nigga was embezzling. He was stealing money from black and brown children to pay for a what? A condo. (laughs) He was trying to live large. This nigga stole, I think, almost six figures, 200, Holy more, shit. more than $200,000. <laughs> and y'all really want to be out here saying that Nigerians are scammers. Look at your own fucking country. <laughs> Look at your own skin folk. Before you start talking about, ooh, mm, if I had a dollar for every single time someone's, I bring up, I'm Nigerian. Actually, only this used to happen, like, early 2000s, not so much anymore. Thank you, burner Boy and WizKid. You changed the game. <laughs> but yes this man and i love i love is it fucked up that like i really love i love i love reading about like white collar crime except but yeah it pissed me off because he was stealing money from the education of black and brown children right all just to buy a condo in harlem you know gentrification is bad when a rich white man still has to steal money from black and brown people to gentrify their own neighborhood that's already gentrified
0: that's like that's already 60 percent gentrification though
1: i'm just like i was like you know you know gentrification is bad when rich white niggas can't even afford it you know it's bad you know it is bad when even rich white people are stealing just to be able to afford yo when i found this shit out i was like i obviously like i'm angry about it but also at the same time like i mean i'm pretty sure this happens more often than not i look at higher education if you look at higher education you will fucking see you we know okay you we know y'all it's i you know something i've actually just like last thing i just want to like wrap this up something i've been thinking a lot about too is like about how like now that you and i are, are getting older I almost feel like our fears, or at least I don't know about your fears, but mine specifically, they're starting to be like adult fears and I don't like that. Like I'm actually thinking about like things in relation to like things that I've only ever understood in theory are now fears that I feel like I feel not just in theory anymore. They're no longer a metaphor. It's no longer something that I've seen other older Black people go through or even like other people of color specifically go through. Like, I worry about housing discrimination more now in the sense of, oh shit, I know that this shit can happen to me. I think about like discrimination that like my children will face at school because I really want to be a mom by the time I'm 30. I'm manifesting it, look at God. (laughs) Jesus, bless us, not, no, 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 no. Here's the thing, not not you light-skinned Jesus or white Jesus. I'm talking about black Jesus, all right? Black Jesus. Black God. All right. Um, and I'm talking about the woman black God. Sorry. Just, just throwing that one out there. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's actually quite mad. Like I, I, I this, this, I'm really excited for my birthday in a couple of weeks, but I'm also just like, yo, like I'm really crossing that hard thin line into adulthood and like you know i think consistently on this show we talk a lot about black childhood but you and i are slowly kind of inching like into black adulthood and that really fucking worries me all right because okay there's if there's one decision i've actually made recently i i the chances of me dating you now that i'm like feeling like a real fucking adult if you are a white man are starting to actually come down really low
0: really low like
1: i am now like <sighs> Especially after that whole white boy summer situation, it's sad.
0: <laughs> is white oh. boy summer still happening?
1: It's not fucking happening. You know why? Because Tom Hanks' dumbass son, Chet, little chetty Chet Chet, he's out here calling his black girlfriend ghetto. They got into a whole domestic violence dispute. You see, you gotta be really wary of white men who make dating a black woman their whole fucking personality. That is weird. That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so he's, that's definitely canceled. Also, Hot Girl Summer is definitely also canceled. Because Meg... What? Meg got a whole fucking boyfriend. Yeah, she has a boyfriend. She announced this like a while ago. So I was like, well, that's cancelled. So you know what? I'm on my city girl shit. I definitely will be scabbing. (laughs) If you know what city girl shit is, you know what city girl shit is. If you don't know, do not Google it. Because that (laughs) probably means that it's not for you. Point blank simple. It's okay. But yeah. So there's that as well. Like, I'm just... I'm in this weird place where it's like I feel like I've kind of grown up enough and like, uh, like, you know, like, Monica, I'm not really out here like thinking about like what my taxes are going to look like at the end of the year because I'm really not trying to pay for it. No, damn. No, not. I'm not trying to have a, not nary a single of my Negro cents going to the military. OK, so we're going to do some fancy paperwork potentially at the end of the year. Yes. <laughs> and if the feds are listening, try me try me come for me i'm waiting moving on
0: this could be like a special episode how to how to not pay the military with the princess um
1: i am not trying to get fred hampton so we are not (laughs) making a special episode thank you very much and if you once again i repeat if you don't know who what i just met i I can't help you i'm not google
0: um he won an oscar already right they should know who he is
1: Oh, yeah, because, oh, yeah, that shitty movie. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. I'm not even,
0: <laughs> I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> we totally skipped the Oscars this year.
1: It's cool. Do you care? Not really. Okay, so, <laughs> done. I mean, look, like, every year, John Michelle and I stay rooting for everybody black. We really don't care, though. Like, we really don't. It's, it is what it is. Like, it's, yeah, yeah we don't care. But, yeah, like, I don't know. This, this whole being an adult, but specifically being a Black adult, it really, it's got me real twisted. And I'm really excited to, like, I don't know, I guess, I don't know about drama show, but I really am excited to, like, talk about aspects of my, like, me crossing over into, like, adulthood life now and, like, what that entails for me personally, especially just, like, like I said, as a Black woman, you know, I'm at the bottom of the social totem pole. Um, And I don't really think, like, it's not really that ever so present in my mind. It's just, it becomes present the more I talk about my experiences. And so, number one, um, I think white boys, white boys are canceled this summer. It's, I have, I just, I don't have patience anymore because I've been thinking a lot about this. It's, it's, it's very simple. Are you trying to smash? Or do you want to do a diversity one course? Because if that's the case, I actually do facilitate, but you got to pay me. So like, you know, do you want a city girl or do you want princess... The facilitator like you gotta pick one <laughs> you have to pick one you just you that's do. a good rule yeah like honestly though do you like do you want div- look because you can get you can get three versions of me i think also i've come to realize specifically when i am dating certain kinds of white men this happens it is very much i am princess the feminist also i'm no longer a feminist but we'll talk about that a later date you know i'm either princess the feminist princess like the fucking diversity 101 facilitator or a princess like just a person low-key city girl or like depending on what time of the year you catch me either i'm doing my city girl shit or i'm doing my like hot girl summer shit but mostly just princess right and so yeah no white men are canceled i i said what i fucking said and also like if you're listening to this and you're feeling some type of way because i'm like saying that i don't date white men look look here's the thing A lot of white men don't want to date women like me anyway. A lot of men period regardless of race do not want to date me anyway so it's okay. I'm also just starting to teach myself that like I'm fine with being exclusionary, I'm fine with gatekeeping, it is something that I'll be talking about a lot more as well is like y'all really be so fucking quick to say like so much shit when black people don't want to include y'all and stuff like and I don't care what other ethnic group or race you are When black people decide that we do not want other people in our shit, y'all get mad. But, like, every single other community has a very long history of, like, being exclusionary. Like, also, if you're bilingual, let's be clear. Are you you out here? Like, you might not be saying the N-word in English, but I know for a fact you're saying the N-word in your own language.
0: So... So they'll say that there is no N-word in their language.
1: Which is a load of (laughs) motherfucking bullshit. You know why? Because even black people of the diaspora, even black immigrants, we have our own version of the fucking N-word. So like, yeah, that's that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, these are just like things. I'm sorry I went on this fucking long ass rant, but these are just things that I've been, I've been thinking about now that I'm really crossing into that threshold of like, you know, your, your girl's doing real good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She's doing real good. Yeah. Um, Princess
0: has moved up. Aw, thank- She's not mentioning too much, but yeah, she has.
1: <laughs> My ass is still living by the fucking train, though. Really does not matter how much you move up in the world. New York City will always be loud as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> loud as fuck. But yeah, like, I really hope that all of you... You stick with us on this ride. I will have lots of stories to tell. It's probably gonna get me a lot of trouble, um, but I don't care. <laughs> and and so yeah, this is this has been fun. Thanks for thanks for coming back and yeah, listening to us. John Michelle, any 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 final words before we call it an evening?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm ready to declare a Dogecoin summer. So get ready to hold, and if you don't have Dogecoin, get ready to you know pick some up
1: yeah because it's gonna be wild so i've actually like quick segue into that actually i'm hearing some people are trying to hold that shit for three years i do not have that type of time (laughs) i I, I don't
0: those are the mega holders
1: the mega holder okay no. the future
0: billionaires
1: it's 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 cool i'm um look in the words of whoever the fuck said this line, once again, I'm at risk of losing my black card because I'm literally quoting black people and I do not even remember their names. Um, get that head, get that bread, and leave, okay? That is what we're doing with, at least that's what I'm personally doing with Dogecoin. Not that Dogecoin is fulfilling the first two, or the la- the first one and the last <laughs> one. It definitely, it's definitely fulfilling the getting the bread part. Right. Also, if my dad is listening to this episode, I don't know why you've listened up until this point, Dad. Um, but thank you. And happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I don't, I don't think my mom listens to this.
1: It, it's fine. That's not the point. My moms do, though. <laughs> I love you to both of my mothers. Um, happy
0: Mother's Day to Princess's moms.
1: Thanks, Jean-Michel. Also, happy Mother's Day, Auntie. You better get your mom to listen. Well, not to the whole episode, just to listen to this bit.
0: Right. I'll tell her to skip to the.
1: No, don't tell her to skip some of it. Just play her the fucking bit, and then that's it. You take your phone and you, <laughs> my like
0: before you. That's mad. That's mad work. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I just. Anyway, it's the laziness for me. This has been lovely. <laughs> Come back next week, and we hope that all of you had a good a good Mother's Day, and even if you didn't. Mother's Day means something different to everybody. Um, cause I, I completely understand all of us have the relationships with with that. I'm not I'm not turning this into a therapy session. We out, alright? It's good. Whatever. You know, y'all y'all be alright. um shell, <laughs> you wanna sign us off?
0: Yeah, uh welcome back, everyone. Mind your business.
1: This is gonna be an epic fucking summer I guarantee dogecoin you that summer. this nigga it's not it's not about just the dogecoin like why the fuck are you turning this into like look we get it the stock market like oh my god look at him bringing his white this man this is my adult look fear The dogecoin paperwork. Wait, look at him bring a white man paperwork onto our damn show oh my god I need to stop listening to Dr. Umar <laughs> do
0: do? we can get him as a guest
1: oh <laughs> uh, hell no that nigga is funny from afar, not up so close. Like it, it's a spectacle. Not it's it's it, ah it's not a com it, ah, no, what the fuck? I'm I'm okay to not have him as a part of our summer speaker series. That that would be lovely.
0: But yeah. anyway,
1: have have a good week. We'll see ya next Sunday. See ya. And, and remember to I
0: already said I already said the bit, I already said mind your business.
1: Okay, well you said it again, thank you. Bye bye. Oh, John, John, when am I coming for dinner?
0: Name, name a time. Ugh, Wait, this... don't you can't come. <laughs> you can't come this week.